Chapter 1 of Life Among the Butterflies. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Tatiana Chichilla. Life Among the Butterflies by Vance Randolph. Chapter 1. Books about Butterflies. Many ancient and medieval writers dealt with butterflies, but the first descriptions of American species are found in the works of Linnaeus, the great Swedish naturalist who wrote about 1750 and invented the system upon which all modern classification is based. Pictures of several American butterflies were published in 1759 by Charles Clerk, who had studied with Linnaeus. Johann Christian Fabricius, a professor at the University of Kiel, published a few more descriptions in 1796, and Peter Kramer, at about the same time, brought out four large volumes on the butterflies of Asia, Africa, and the Americas. Most of these early books were written in Latin, and are now so rare and expensive that few American students have ever seen them. Jacob Hubner published his great volumes on exotic butterflies in the early part of the 19th century. This work was written in German and contained more than 600 colored plates, but a good copy now costs about $800, and is of very little use anyway. In 1797, Sir James Edward Smith brought out his two-volume work on the natural history of the rarer Lepidopterous insects of Georgia, the first books ever devoted exclusively to North American species. This work is valuable chiefly because it contains some drawings by John Abbott, an Englishman who had actually lived in Georgia and studied moths and butterflies at first hand. Some of Abbott's pictures were later used in another work on American Lepidoptera by Dr. J. A. Boisduval of Paris and Major J. L. Leconte of New York, who wrote in French about 1833. The books of both Smith and Boisduval are now practically unobtainable. In 1841, the Biological Survey Commission of Massachusetts published a report on injurious insects by Dr. Thaddeus William Harris, which described many New England butterflies. It is now out of print, the last edition appearing in 1862. The Reverend John G. Harris brought together a great deal of information from the works of other writers and made a few minor observations of his own. His compilation was published by the Smithsonian Institution about 1860. In 1868, William H. Edwards, an engineer who lived in Colburg, West Virginia, brought out the first volume of his famous work, The Butterflies of North America, probably the best book on the subject ever written. Edwards laboriously worked out the life histories of many species and illustrated the work by careful drawings and paintings of his own. Two more volumes appeared later, the last one published in 1897. The Butterflies of North America is a magnificent piece of work, produced under all sorts of handicaps, and will always be a classic to American students of the subject. In 1886, Dr. Samuel Hubbard Scudder published his Butterflies of New England in three volumes. This monograph is superbly illustrated, and compares very favorably even with the epoch-making work of Edwards. The works of Edwards and Scudder are probably the best books on butterflies ever written in any language, and must always remain as monuments of American industry and scholarship. Because of the excessive cost of reproducing the colored plates, however, they are both rather expensive. Scudder's work retailed at $90.00 while Edward's three volumes were never sold for less than 150 And even this price, according to Dr. W.J. Holland, was below the cost of manufacture. The Butterflies of the Eastern United States by G.H. French appeared about 1886. It is a good little book and is still in common use, but the illustrations are few and unsatisfactory. In 1891, C.J. Maynard published A Manual of North American Butterflies with Ten Colored Plates. The plates are very poor indeed, and the text not much better. In 1893, Dr. Samuel Hubbard Scudder, the author of the three great volumes on the New England species, brought out a little book called The Life of a Butterfly. It is a brief and popular account of the life history of Anosia plexippus, the monarch or milkweed butterfly, which is common everywhere. 
Dr. Scudder's Brief Guide to the Commoner Butterflies of Northern United States and Canada also appeared in 1893, a very useful little book. In 1898, Dr. W.J. Holland, director of the Carnegie Museum at Pittsburgh, published his famous butterfly book, in which he described more than 500 species, accompanying each description with a sketch of the life history and habits in all cases where these details were known. The magnificent colored photograph plates are quite equal, for all practical purposes, to the hand-colored drawings of Edwards and Scudder, and enable the various tiro to classify any of the commoner butterflies simply by comparing them with the pictures. Besides the detailed description of each species, there is a great deal of miscellaneous information to interest the general reader. Because of the new process of reproducing photographs and colors, the book sold very cheaply, never more than four or five dollars, and has done more to arouse a popular interest in butterflies than all the other works together. Many of the elementary books since 1898 are indebted to Holland's book, and the present booklet is no exception. In 1905, William Greenwood Wright of San Francisco published a book called West Coast Butterflies. This work is illustrated with colored plates nearly as good as Holland's, and is indispensable to those interested in California species. George B. Longstaff's Butterfly Hunting in Many Lands appeared in 1912. The book itself is of no great interest to North Americans, as Longstaff spent only two weeks here and came no farther south than Montreal. Still, his chapter of Bionomic Notes deals with butterflies in general and is well worth reading. The best part of the book, however, is the appendix, which contains E.A. Eliot's translations of Fritz Mueller's famous papers on scent-producing organs and butterflies. The most important of these had never been published, except in some obscure Portuguese journals, practically inaccessible to the American student. In 1916, encouraged by the success of his butterfly book, Dr. Holland prepared a pocket manual called The Butterfly Guide, with colored figures representing some 250 species. In 1917, there appeared Clarence M. Weed's Butterflies Worth Knowing, with 32 plates in color. This is one of the best of the smaller, popular books, and contains a great deal of valuable modern material, but is not to be compared with Holland's work. No important popular books on butterflies have appeared in recent years. The best single work for the general reader is still Holland's Butterfly Book. Those living west of the Rockies should have Wright's West Coast Butterflies also. End of chapter 1.